around the world, locally, with family and friends, House of Destiny International Ministries presents Senior Pastor Dr. Larry Manley with today's message of a spiritually vibrant connection with God. We hope that you will enjoy the viewing. your eyes seen, ears heard, and heart felt. Once again, what have your eyes seen? Have you seen anything with your eyes? What have your ears heard? Have you heard anything from the Lord with your ears? And what have you felt in your heart? Have you felt anything in your heart from the Lord? Now, we've felt a lot of things. We've heard a lot of things. We've seen a lot of things. But has it been from the Lord? The question is today, what have you heard from the Lord? What have you seen from the Lord? And what have you felt from the Lord? But we speak, it says, the wisdom of God in a what? In a mystery. Say it. Mystery. What is a mystery? It's something hidden. So what we speak up in here is the hidden mystery of God. The hidden wisdom of God. Even the hidden wisdom of God. Look what God did. Which God ordained before the world unto whose glory? Our, Our glory. Well, what is this wisdom? This wisdom that God has ordained on us for our glory before the world was ever created. He had already ordained us to this secret wisdom. This wisdom is the full and the broad spiritual intelligence of God. See, God has already ordained us before we were even created with a full and a broad spectrum of his intelligence. And he did it, why? For our glory. So we keep looking for the glory of God. And God said, I've already ordained you with it before you ever even brought forth in manifestation. So it seems to me that if God has already ordained us with this, then why aren't we carrying it around like we got it? Let me ask you this. Jesus put it like this. Who do you ever know that light a candle and put a bushel basket over it? He said God has ordained us before the world unto our glory. And that word glory there means doxa in the Greek. And that word doxa means he has ordained us with our most glorious condition. You understand what I'm saying? 
So if he has ordained us with our most glorious uh, uh, condition, then why is it that we walk around here like we don't know who we are? Like we walk around here defeated? Huh? Let me tell you something. It don't make no difference how you feel. God's still God. Yeah. <laughs> it don't make no difference what you believe. God's still God. His word ain't going to change. God says finished. Whatever it is you're looking for is already finished. Now get it. But how you going to get it if your eyes ain't seen nothing? Hmm? How you going to get it if your ears ain't heard nothing from God? How you going to get it if your heart ain't felt nothing from God? The preacher tired of seeing the devil whoop up on everybody. Tired of it. That old Amalek spirit snatching folk off. Why? Because we can't get past the outer court. And the outer court is where our old stupid feelings are. We can't get past the outer court. So what we do, we seek somebody that's going to talk to us in our insanity. And then they pull another one, and then they pull another one, and then they pull another one. The devil is a liar. That's what the devil is. The devil is trying to take y'all souls from you, and mine too. He's not playing. He's playing for keeps. It's getting late, church. I said it's getting late. The day ain't as bright as it used to be. Y'all better hear what I'm saying. It's getting late. Verse 8 says that none of the princesses of this world knew about this ordained glory. Why? Because if they would have known it, the Bible said that they never would have killed our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You understand what I'm saying? Because Jesus was the one that came back to restore us of the situation that we had lost in the garden. And look at here. If the princesses of this world would have known huh, that killing Jesus would have reorganized and reestablished that ordained glory in man that was there from the beginning, they never would have killed Jesus. Why? Because they don't want us to know who we are. And see, that same spirit has come up in the church. And, and, and the church leadership don't want the church to know who they are. They want to keep you under the disguise of who you are. But you, in order to be with God, you got to be the real deal. How many of y'all know that? Amen. How many of y'all know God don't take fakes in his army? Amen. How many of you know that God, to get to heaven, to the marriage supper of the Lamb, and come back to the new heaven and the new earth, how many of y'all know that you got to be real? Amen. So it's time to get real with this thing. Because God, like I say, he's still God. It don't make no difference how you look at it, how you feel about it, how you think it is. It don't matter about that. God is still God. But God has revealed them unto us by his spirit. See, see, his spirit, that's the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is the sacred mind of God. That's what Holy Spirit means. Sacred mind of God. Ain't no boo. It's the sacred mind of God. Sacred mind of God. And that's why God said, Be ye renewed in the spirit of your mind with this sacred mind of God. Chapter 1, verse 1 and 2. Tell me when you get there, please. 
This is what God's word says. It says, God, who at various times, that word sundry, they mean various, who in various times and in various or different places, divers, manners, he spake in time past unto the fathers by the what? Prophets. Mm. That's how he spake then. But verse 2 says, Hath in these last days, which days we're living in, spoken unto us by his what? So, Revelation 19 verse 10 says that the testimony of Jesus Christ is the spirit of prophecy. And God don't speak to us the way he spoke to us of old. He speaks to us through his son. And if his son is living inside of us, then you have access to hear from God. Do you understand? You've got it. You've got access yourself. You don't have to go to the priest anymore. No, you're the priest. You know, whatever you want, you got it. God says, look, I have ordained the secret wisdom in a mystery unto you. It's been given unto you, ordained for you, for your glory. Which is for your most excellent state of conditioning. That's what it's for. That's what this uh, uh, word, this kingdom of God's word is. It's to make us and shape us and mold us into our most excellent condition. But here's what I want you to take note of. He says, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his son, whom he hath appointed heir of not some things, but all things. Whom he, by whom also he made the what? Yo, yo, that got an S on it? So you think earth the only one? How many of y'all think that this is the only world? Anybody in here think that? Anybody here think that y'all, we the only one that God created? Anybody? God said, I'm going to reveal, my, by my spirit, I will reveal these things. You see, it's been here the whole time. He said, now, now this word world means eons. E-O-N-S. Some spell it with an A, E-O-N-S. But what it means is, the, the, the worlds here, the eons, it means the emanations. This is what God created. He created, through Jesus Christ, the worlds, which are the emanations that sent forth from the depths of God to fulfill the various functions in the physical and the spiritual universe. All right, y'all understand that? Do I need to say that again? I'm going to say it. God said he created the worlds through Jesus Christ. Now those worlds means aeons. And aeons or worlds means emanations sent forth from the depths of God. He sent it out through his voice. Those voices, vibrations, emanations that come forth to fulfill the various functions in the physical and the spiritual universe. You see, you've got universes and then you've got universes. You've got physical universes and you've got spiritual universes. There's always parallel, you know. 
You, 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 you've got to understand this. Now, now, he says here that these worlds that we're talking about, they are a peculiar thing with God. Because you take mankind, you can take an individual man, and he's made up of three worlds. He's got the physical world. He's got the spiritual world. And when the two come together through the breath of life, which is the respiratory system that God has given us, it brings about the world of the soul, right? Amen? Amen? So even yourself, God is showing you how these worlds are coexistence with each other. Now that's just on the singular. But what about of what we call the microcosm? But what about on the macrocosm, the whole of it all? What about all the worlds that he created, both physical and spiritual? I'm going to show you a mystery. Behold, I'll show you a mystery here in a minute. See, we think too small. We think too small. We th- see, see our, the God that, 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 that we worship, we think too small of him. We need, to, we need to get a revelation to think bigger about him. And if we did, then that's why I say set your affections on things above, not on things of the earth. When you set your affections on things of earth, all you got is chaos, sickness, and death. You didn't know that. That's all you got. When you, you become terminally ill when you start setting your affections on things of the earth because nothing down here going to last. Oh, y'all don't want him do you? Yeah, you, you, you just injected yourself with a cancer, a terminally ill cancer. But the word of God tells us now he created the world, but it ain't finished yet. Let's go over here to Hebrews 11, 3. Hebrews, the 11th chapter, verse 3. Because I'm going to show you something here in a minute. I'm gonna, when, I go back, when, I, when I get back to Jesus, when I go back there, I'm going to show you something. Make you think. Because we think too small of our God. All right. Are we there? And, all right. Look here. What does verse 3 say? Through what? Faith. Well, wait a minute. What is faith? The Bible says in verse 1 of that same chapter, it says, what's the first word there? Now. Now. So whatever faith is, it's now. Y'all listen to me. You might get a deliverance. The Bible says, through faith, in verse 3 there. But what is faith? Verse 1 says, now faith. Right now. If you can't catch hold to now, forget about faith. Because you're going to put faith way out there somewhere. No, faith is right now. Somebody say right now. now. Whatever you need, right now, ask God for it and believe it. Right now. Don't be talking about, well, someday God. No, right now, God, I need a healing. Right now, God, I need a job. Right now, God, whatever it is I need, I need it now. Right now. And I'm receiving it right now. Now walk it out. Walk it out. So he said, now faith. He's telling you what faith is. First he said, through faith. But in order to understand what was done through faith, we got to understand what faith is. Now. That's the first thing faith is. It's a right now thing. Now faith is the substance. 
stunts. And that's the key word right there. Substance. Now, faith is the substance. The word substance there in Greek means it's the pre-structure or the foundation to whatever it is that you want. What do you do with a foundation? You build something on it, don't you? Without the foundation, you can't get what you want. You can't build what you want. Now, faith. Now is the substance or the foundation to what I want. And the evidence or the proof of things not seen. So this is what faith is. It's right now and you build it as a foundation to what you want. And you build what you want on top of that foundation called faith, which is the substance of things hoped for. Once you build that foundation, that substance, and you allow what you want to be built on that substance, then you begin to bring it in. See, because you got a foundation on it. thing you got to do is allow faith to build and be the foundation to what it is that you want from God. All right? You got it? You got it? It works on every level. All right. Now, once you get it, that foundation build, now you allow the faith because the foundation will continue to build the building. Did you hear me? That which the foundation is will continue to build whatever it is you're going after on top of it. Do you understand what I'm saying? If the foundation is an oak tree, then it's going to build an oak tree. If the foundation is a man, which is a seed of a man, it's going to build a man. you understand what I'm saying? That's how this thing... See, we understand that it was through faith this whole thing came in to play. So we know that through faith, the verse 3 says that we understand, through faith, we understand, 11 verse 3, that the, what? That, that S still in S worlds were framed by the word of God. So that the things which are seen were not made by the things which do appear. Stop looking at what's appearing and start looking at what's behind it. See, that's what I say. We're not fighting a physical battle with one another. We're fighting demons. It's that thing, that thing that's behind it. And it's trying to destroy God's people all over the world. Do you believe it? It ain't just here. It's everywhere. Everywhere where the real word is being preached. See, a lot of people, all they want from God is a fix. They call, call them religious junkies. And what they do is they go to church every week to jump around and act crazy, but they don't never get nowhere. They don't never get nowhere. Y'all seen them do it? I call them flow rollers. They be rolling all on the floor and running all around the place and hollering and hollering about, oh, we had a good time. Yeah, but what kind of, what kind of in-depth knowledge did you get to take with you 
so that when that devil smacks you upside your head, you can handle it. Because he's going to smack you. Oh, you're going to get hit upside that head. You gonna be, are you going to be able to do like Jesus said, turn the other cheek? Or are you going to try to fight that thing in your own strength? You know, because that's the first natural response is to fight it in your own strength. And it's really going to tear you up because you just locked on with a gorilla. And that gorilla is going to tear your head up. You can't win on your own. We weren't designed to win on our own. Our future is locked up in each other. Don't y'all know that? Don't y'all know that our future is locked up in each other? That's why it's so important that all of us are in one mind, one spirit, one unification. That's why. Otherwise, a house divided can't stand. That's why the devil does what he does, because he knows that as long as there's division, I got him. I got him. We're not ignorant, Paul said, of his devices. This word frame, we know by faith. We understand, through faith, we understand that the worlds, that's those emanations from God that he sent out to fulfill the various functions of the spiritual and the physical world. We know that it's through faith. We understand that these worlds were framed. That word frame means that they were perfectly they were prepared and perfectly joined together. It's only by faith. See, and I showed you an example of that just a minute ago when I showed you how the physical body works in conjunction. He prepared the physical body, and then he prepared the spiritual body, and he brought the two together, and they perfectly joined together with a soul, and they're operating on this plane. I just showed y'all that. Keeping in mind what you've been taught here today about the world, that God has created. I want you to see something. Look what Jesus says. Verse 16, John 10, 16. Are you there? <laughs> Watch your word. And other what? And other sheep I have. Pay attention. Because religious folk think they can't see no further than the Jew and the Gentile. You understand? They think that's what Jesus was talking about there. Listen up. Keep it in context of the word that's been taught to you today. That God created the worlds. Not one world, but worlds. He said, Jesus said, and other sheep I have which are not of which fold? Good God Almighty, hold up now. You should have caught something there. Them also I must bring. Mm. And they shall hear my voice. And there shall be one foe and one shepherd. You've, now wait a minute. He created the world. Is it not written? Amen. Now you can let your little minds think that it's just talking about Jesus bringing in this. But if that's the case, why would Jesus create all them worlds and just be so caught up on this one? What about the rest of them? If he created it all, I'm just getting you to think. He said, I created the world, both spiritual and physical. And I perfectly prepared them and joined them together. 
And at the proper time, I'm going to discard the old and I'm going to bring in the new. Other sheep do I have that you don't even know nothing about that are not of this fold. But they're going to hear my voice too. And they're all going to be a one fold and a one shepherd. That's the word of God. The Bible says he went from the four corners of the heavens. That's what God's word says. He sent his angels out from the four corners of the heaven. That's the east. That's the west. That's the south. That's the north. All the way. He sent the four. And he said, go and gather up my elect. Oh my God. What are we in for? What a ride! Oh, you can stay church if you want to, but I'm king. I ain't scared about church. I'm talking about kingdom. Put a vision in your mind. The glory that you gave us before the foundation of the world that he placed on us. He ordained this wisdom on us, Brenda. Before we were ever created, wow, glory, we come your way. And Jesus came back to reestablish you. And them food princes, princesses of the, of the world, if they had known it, they never would have killed our blood.